What's up, cool betters and curling fans? Pack Reguar here, and we have a new series presented by Team Holman. And of course, I'm going to be joined each and every episode by Ryan Fry, the 2014 curling gold medalist, and of course, the head coach of Team Holman. And of course, as you can see on your screen, uh, Rachel Holman herself will be our first guest. I mean, it had to be Rachel herself. She is the skip of the second ranked team in the world and uh, this year's Ontario representative uh, at the Scotties. So Ryan, before I get to you, I have to say hello to Rachel. Rachel, thanks so much for, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on the show. No problem. Okay, now I can bring you on, Ryan. How's it going, buddy? Thanks so much for, for joining us. I'm excited, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to, you know, I, I have you to help drive the ship here and and quiz some of the ladies here and uh, really get to know them as well. But we're going to pick their brain because uh, we got to get some picks, right? Kind of a big tournament coming up uh, this week, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. The, you know, the Briar, we're just coming off of the Scotties and, uh, you know, that was a blast. And, we definitely um, definitely didn't get the results we wanted to in that event. Um, rolling into, you know, we weren't allowed to uh, place wagers on that, in that event. I'm not allowed to place wages on this event, but uh, we definitely have Rachel Holman who has some very good insight into the men's side of curling and get a little bit of her knowledge and hopefully help some of our betters along the way and uh, give a couple of hot picks to see, uh, to see how they're doing too. So yeah, uh, awesome to have Rachel on the show, and and it's going to be a very uh, interesting little thing. I think we're going to have you know each member of the team join us for four for four episodes to uh, introduce the Briar, the World Championship, the players, and the Champions Cup that uh, go over the next couple of months here. So definitely hope to get a lot of new interest in the sport and a lot of new interest onto our site to uh, get some good bets in. Uh, absolutely, you know that Cool Bet is the best place to place wagers when we're talking curling. And before we kind of get into uh, the briar that's coming up uh, this week, Rachel, um, obviously Coach Ryan mentioned not the result that you guys were looking for, uh, but maybe just let us know what, what you felt, the team's effort, how, how you felt it went, and uh, maybe your outlook for the remainder of this season. Yeah, um, I mean, we had a, a great week and um, that sport sometimes it comes down to one shot here or there and obviously could have been a different result, but um, you can't really look at, at that. Just um, evaluating kind of our run and seeing what needs to be changed and what we need to work on and keep moving forward. We've got uh, two more big Grand Slam events coming up that we're really excited for. Um, probably see a, a new player in the last couple of events just because uh, – Sarah's pregnancy is getting pretty far along and so she'll be cheering on hard, but uh, won't be able to, to play with us. So um, maybe we'll have to do a podcast revealing who's playing for the next couple. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, for I don't sure. know who that is right now, so I can't give you any insight. <laughs> I was hoping we were going to get the inside scoop, but that's going to have to wait for uh, another episode. Before we get into your picks, though, um, in a 16-shot runback challenge, do you see in a reality where – There'd be any men, any man on the planet that'd be able to beat you uh, in that contest. <laughs> Ryan, did you cue this one up? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I may have just to, just to give the listeners a little insight. I uh, I took it upon myself to take on Rachel in a little sixteen shot run back challenge, and 
it did not go well for me. So um, <laughs> I know that I'm quite a bit better than most of the men in this field. So it's, if I couldn't beat Rachel, I'm pretty sure there's not many out there that could dial it up. But uh, I'm interested to hear this answer too, Rachel. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a, a pretty good practice and I made 15 out of 16. So I missed one. So there's, there's room for improvement there. Um, I'm, I'm sure... <laughs> Always room for I'm sure some some of those top skips that you see at the Briar would uh, would go toe to toe for that as well, and I'm sure right now they're all dialed and be pretty close to that number as well. That's awesome. Definitely, we got to make that happen. Fair, fair, fair answer. Yeah, fair answer. <laughs> That's why you're not. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. There's a lot of reasons why I'm not skipping, Rachel. Um, <laughs> There's definitely, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of good players in this field. Um, I'd be interested to know if it, in just in a hypothetical out of uh, out of the field, who would be your three picks? Who would be your three players that you'd bring on board to skip? To skip what? To skip the curling team. If you were skipping in this briar, what three players would you choose? Like to play on my team. Yes. Um. I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen Brad Gushu miss, so I'd probably have to take him. He's playing third for you, obviously. That's a good call. <laughs> <laughs> um, my uh, mixed doubles partner's out there, so I'd have to have to grab him. Little Tyler Tardy, I like it. Yeah, Team Alberta. Got to see them win a couple weeks ago. That was pretty exciting for him. Okay, we'll slot him into second. Your lead, your lead is two. <laughs> Leads. Um, maybe just Ben for entertainment. Ben, Ben always gets picked. <laughs> Compet, definitely a competitor of mine for years. Also a competitor. I think they're sponsored by that other, uh, that other betting platform that thou shall be named later. And I, I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name of it. But, betting platform. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember the name of it, but. All right, all right, good pick. I mean, if anybody missed and snap a broom, I think that'd be entertaining. <laughs> Could be a prop. Yeah, I think that team could would, be a prop bet for uh, the cool bet odds maker. There you yeah, go. How, how, <laughs> how many snap brooms? We'll we'll have to see if we can we can get that prop made. Uh, okay, so let's get to the Briar. Uh, it's in London. The field is great, as Ryan said. Um, you know, when you look at the odds, there's a few favorites at the at near the top. Um, and then there's that middle tier, some long shots as well. Um, let's just go up right at it right away. Who is your pick uh, to win the Briar? Or maybe a couple picks you can throw out there if, if needed. Are you going first, Ryan? I can't. I can't. I can't give any <laughs> picks on this. I can't give any picks on this. I, no. I'm damned if I'm due, damned if I'm don't on this one. So <laughs> this is all you. This is all you, Rach. Oh man, top three, hey. That's let's let's pick top two and then give us a dark horse. No pressure. No pressure. I like that. No pressure. Yeah. No, no pressure throwing <laughs> the team McEwen name out there either. It's all good. <laughs> um, I mean, team wildcard one is awesome on paper and they've had some, some, a couple amazing events, but uh, obviously not the season they've wanted. And maybe this is kind of their event to, to show what they're made of. So I think uh, maybe wildcard one. All right, that's Brendan yeah. Botcher for uh, all you uh, all you watchers out there. Brendan Botcher, wildcard one. They are also in a dark horse just because they haven't had the season they wanted. Is that, can that be my dark horse? 
Oh, I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, like I said, I've never seen Brad Gushu miss, so he's got to be up there. It's tough he to beat a couple. He doesn't miss. Yeah, you, you weren't watching from like 2009 to 2011, I guess. That's when I played with Brad, and uh, he definitely missed uh, one or two back in the day. But <laughs> if sure. I, I had a throw, throw pick out there, and I'm sure nobody's looking to me when it comes to curling expertise, but maybe I'm a little biased. I like that number 42 to 1 on Team Ontario. I like that pick. That's going to be my pick. That's going to be cool bets pick. All right, so there's the picks. We've we've got enough picks for now. Let's get into, as I said, we're gonna have some fun. It's not all about uh, about betting and, and making our wagers here. We want to also ask some questions. And my question, I really like this one. I want to hear what your answer is. If you could change one rule in curling, what would it be? Um, I think I'd have to uh, say the that rock light handles so. Um, when it tells you when you go over, it seems to, we've had a few incidents in the past where it wasn't working and you're not sure. We've seen the reviews where a few people have let it go well before the hog line. And then, and of course there's people that go over as well, but um, I don't think it really impacts the game all that much for the times that it doesn't work. And yeah, I think that would uh, maybe speed up a few things here and there. That's awesome. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that, Rachel. There's that definitely uh, leaves some room for interpretation on on the handle side of things, and it definitely slows things down. It takes teams out of their comfort zone, players out of their comfort zone a little bit when they have to wait for a handle to be changed. And uh, to be honest, I don't think there's too many people ripping over the hog line uh, for the most part. Anyway, I mean, we might be trying to do that to get a little advantage of this week if uh, if the handles aren't working here. But yeah, I, I can agree with that rule for sure. It, it sounds like it would probably improve the the viewer experience as well. Although I will say, as a new curling fan, I think there's not too many games that's better to watch on TV. I think the the coverage is absolutely awesome, and uh, again, it, it's such a it's a, such a fun game um, to get involved with, especially when you have a little bit of money on the line. Certainly, like <laughs> makes it a little more interesting. But uh, definitely a fun fun game, especially to watch on, on TV. So, um, Ryan, is there a question you want to pop in here? Oh uh, yeah, Rach. What would uh, what would be so? I we know that. Uh, well, I know personally that you like to uh, drop a wager every now and then um, on the on the Cool Bet platform. What would be your sport outside of curling? Because I know that we can't uh, we can't partake in too much uh, betting on the on the curling side of things. We just got a little bit too much knowledge. Um, what would be your next? What would be your next best sport that you would uh, drop a buck or two on? Uh, probably football. Play football. I I like hockey. I like watching it, but it's it's pretty tough to bet on hockey. Um, I uh, I'm in a couple of football pools and just enjoy putting a wager here and there. I sadly don't have like a home team I cheer for, but um, that's why I just put a a couple dollars here or there and make the games interesting. Well, I saw you had a couple picks in the playoffs, uh, and uh, from what I saw, it looked like it turned out pretty well. So maybe Jake and myself have to start bringing you on our football pick show because you probably have a better record than both of we do. So, after <laughs> um, definitely- to get in uh, enough bets because uh, a lot of times we're playing on the weekend when all the action's happening. But uh, so uh, maybe I have less bets than you. That's why my percentage is better. <laughs> The, you can you can tell yourself that it's uh, it's but 
the, the record's not great. Let's just leave it, <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> uh, I wanted to, uh, sorry, go ahead, Ryan. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I, I, I wanted to, you know, we kind of already talked about it, but um, you know, what was the biggest lesson that you learned about yourself in, in this new position on, on the team? Um, I think just the, the different roles I play, um, the different responsibilities, um, just finding that spot and, and helping others in before they're throwing and the timing of conversations and things like that. That's something I've had to learn. And I mean, no matter what team you play on, that's something that you have to learn to help them. Whereas when you're the skip and a little bit far removed, there's a lot less impact on uh, how things are, are done at the other end. And uh, you're mostly focusing on mapping the ice and things like that. So I've had to rely a little bit on, on Tracy or other throwers for ice mapping. And then obviously as well, when I'm throwing uh, mapping the ice, but yeah, just a few extra rules that I haven't done in the past that uh, has been kind of fun to learn and, and, kind of a, a different role and a different thing to, to focus my attention on. That's awesome. And you've done a very good job on it, Rach, coming from the, coming from the coach's point of view. I think that's one of the coolest things about being a part of this team is just seeing the dedication, Pat, to, to excellence. And it doesn't matter what position um, these ladies find themselves in. They're really dedicated to just being the best athletes possible. And, um, you know, I have no doubt that with a lot of hard work that uh, a lot of good results are coming in the future. No, no doubt about that. It's uh, it, it, like I said, as uh, someone who is a relatively new curling fan, it, it's remarkable to see how much talent and athleticism is out there. Uh, you know, each and every event, it is pretty remarkable. Now, Rachel, um, I wanted to know again. Curling obviously has such a rabid fan base, and uh, you know, it it has such a great following within the curling world. What does curling need to do to get to that next level and start growing the game, um, you know, within new fans and even some younger fans as well? Um, I think, yeah, making it more exciting um, at venues and maybe adding music or adding fun things at the venue itself to, to get people to come out and see how interesting it is to watch, whether it's, having more interactive things with uh, the colors themselves or whether that's like in-game entertainment, kind of like hockey games or different things like that um, might be some ideas to help get people coming out to watch. Cause I know a lot of people are still watching on their TV at home, but it's still pretty fun to, to come. And, and I think they're missing that piece. If you're a new curler and you're coming to the event, you might not understand what's going on. So um, maybe some, helpful tips here and there on the Jumbotron, things like that, where fans can learn about the game, maybe try it out, those kinds of things. That's awesome. I love that idea. I think we might need to get you in venue, just emceeing a few of these events, Pat, get, get a few, uh, get a few wagers going during the games. We need a little hype man in there. You know, we've got, we've got a couple in there, but they're aging out a little bit. We need some new blood in there for sure. Sign me up. Uh, I'm absolutely dying to get out there. I'm hoping to get out to, to London at some point to watch the Briar. But again, you guys mentioned it. It is a crazy time of the year with the schedule coming up. So uh, I know there's a tournament coming up in Toronto. I'll be absolutely showing my face there and uh, I'll be rooting you guys on. No doubt about that. Yeah, definitely. That's a, that's our next event. It's the Players Championship Toronto. And uh, there's a lot of the Pinty's Cups on the line will be, uh, I think we're 
going head to head with Ironerson uh, for another for another battle. She might have uh, pipped us in the first uh, first battle. I think this will be our fifth battle of the year. So uh, we're definitely going we're definitely going back and forth. So it's going to be fun to just continue that uh, continue that challenge to try and get better. Awesome. Love it. I love the rivalries. I've said it before. I've talked to Jake. I've talked to so many people. I think there needs to be a like Netflix style of series of behind curling and, and the behind the scenes following the tours and, and getting that, you know, rivalries going. I think it'd be brilliant. I think that's a way that you could probably bring in some young, youthful curling fans because nothing, you know, walk- nothing happens behind the scenes in curling. God. <laughs> it's, it's a very, it's a very low key, uh, low key we're all you know everyone just goes for nice dinners gets to bed early and gets ready to compete so like it, i agree with it's probably a very good idea but that you know they'd be really starved for footage so we'll just leave, we'll leave the behind the scenes stuff okay you know, out of it for now <laughs> sounds good we'll, we'll we'll keep the camera crews away then <laughs> there you go all right rach i know uh we'll get one last question in here i know you like a good parlay uh, betting, uh, betting on parlays is uh, is a huge part of the platforms. That's where you pick a few uh, few different teams or a few different bets, mash them all together, and you get some really good odds. It can uh, increase your chance of winning a lot more money without having to uh, put a whole lot more up uh, on the table. Um, let's. So in this event, there's two pools, two pools of nine, um, pretty stacked. I think our pool is considerably harder, but whatever. Um, no, no big deal. Uh, but I our pool me, is considerably harder as well. So. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with, you know, uh, there's a little bit uh, to say for some players seating their own, uh, doing their own seating in these things, but, uh, that's, a that's an argument for another time. Um, so yes, there's, there's two pools in this event. Uh, pool A is, uh, topped off with, uh, Dunstone. Then we've got Kevin Cooey, Reed Carruthers, Knapp, Horgan, Manuel Young, Jamie Cooey and Higgs. If you had to pick three teams to come out of Pool A, which teams would that be? Um, I think Cooey has won more briars than anything, so I'd have to have to pick Cooey. Definitely won. Definitely won more briars than slams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's some, that's a quite the record. So he 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 shows up for nationals and he always performs. I think he's coming out of there. Uh, Dunstone's had an amazing season. I think uh, that's that's a pretty sure bet. Although there's no no sure bets on cool bet, but I, uh, I, I <laughs> like that. Them. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah, and I, I mean Crothers has a new player coming in. Um, Reed's an amazing shooter, but so I, I'd have to go with Reed. I think uh, top top three or, or my picks is. As tough as that is, the the men's field is so tough. Going the top three picks—that's way to go out on a limb, Rach. That's I know. Huge, huge going out on the limb there. I, you know, come at me in a week when I'm right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, readers had enough success for the last week and a half. I, I, you know, I hope he uh, misses one or two. He needs to be brought down a peg. I was on the plane ride home with him. He looked like he was uh, feeling pretty good about himself. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go too far off that branch either. That looks like uh, three good picks. All right, pool pool B. That's the pool I'm a part of. Um, it's got a couple of nobodies at the top there: Brendan Botcher and uh, Brad Gushu, a couple of uh, beauties. And then third seed in there is uh, Sturmey out of Alberta. There's three three Alberta teams in this thing, eh? Wow. Um, then we've got McEwen, which I'm a part of. We've got Aslin out of Quebec, Goche out of BC, Jones, Smith, and Scoffin. 
your number three picks out of pool B would be? Um, I got to go with my uh, two picks earlier, Botcher and Gushu. And uh, I think I think you guys can take down Sturmay. So I'm uh, not going with the top three this time. All right. Oh, you're going. You're giving us a chance. I like it. Well, Absolutely. no pressure. No pressure. And and worst case scenario, if people follow your lead and we don't, that's going to be a lot of prop bets that Coolbet wins. So it's really, it's really, a, it's really a win-win here, right? So, um, yeah, I, I I think that you know I think that a lot of the pools are up. I think you will get a few uh, few dark horses winning games here. Um, you know, there's some there's some really fun prop bets out there as well. I think. Uh, I think the oddsman's got some total blank ends, total points scored. If it was anything like the Scotties, there's going to be a ton of uh, ton of points scored with this uh, no tick rule. And I, like, I guess, give me one one more thing just to touch base on, Rach. As people are as people are starting to queue up their bets, how did you feel that no tick rule came into play? Did you did you feel it brought in a lot more offense? Did you did you like it? Uh, give me give me your four one one on that. Um, I don't think it brings in more offense. Like I think Botcher versus versus Gushu, you're gonna see five to six blank ends, even with the no tick rule. Um, just to to queue up that game for you guys. Um, <laughs> I, like it. But I do think the extra end it it brings in more offense, or last end it brings in a little bit more offense. But other than that, um, the guys still play a defensive game. Um, if you've got kind of some giants playing uh, playing some lesser teams, you're going to see blowouts and you're going to see big ends just because they're going to make mistakes. Um, but those top teams are all going to be, I think, lower scoring um, games. And yeah, I think like you asked about with rule changes, I think um, having having a rule about just no hits for the first few shots might help add some offense to the men's game, but I don't think the no tick rule has added any offense to the men's game um, besides last end or extra ends. Yeah, I, it's, I definitely, I, I did see, you know, there was quite a, there was quite a few points scored in the Scotties, but I, I tend to agree with you. I think that um, I, I'm interested to see what sort of effect this has over the next, over the next week. And, uh, you know, I think it's a bit of a moving target to try and dial up our game, um, you know, to the, to the, perfect to the perfect level there's a lot of opinions out there but uh yeah it's definitely going to be uh going to be an interesting week and i think uh having your insight is definitely gonna help a few betters out there uh get um get a few wins hopefully um, yeah i think, uh, yeah, I I think gauchet might might upset a couple teams here just as a, an early pick yeah, I, I could I could see that too. I saw him on the he was on the plane supporting uh, supporting Team Manitoba there. He was in the stands all week. So yeah, you can see there's a lot of there's a not a lot of new blood energy coming into this briar, which is uh, you know when you see that it's definitely the competitive juices start flowing really aggressively. So I think there's going to be a lot of a uh, lot of testosterone being thrown around this briar, and it it, it could get interesting. Uh, Maybe get that prop bet for the snap brooms. Number <laughs> number of number of f bombs on TV. Definitely taking Benny Heaps on that one as well. Uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be an exciting week. And um, you know, thanks so much for for taking the time out of your day to to do this with Pat and myself. It's uh, you know it's going to be interesting to uh, to do this over the course. And and we're definitely coming back at you to see uh, to see how these picks played out. So yeah, there could be uh, at the end of the week. I'm excited to. <laughs> to show you my picks. 
Oh yeah, right. I, I I don't know if you could see me off camera. I was writing down the picks. I'm I'm riding with you. I'm taking your picks. So, so oh, no. let's let's hope this works out well, or I, I might be knocking at your door. No, I'm just. No, I'm stressed. No, I'm stressed. All right, awesome. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. This was a lot of fun. I, th I think we're gonna have to do this again uh, sometime yeah. soon. And to my new co-host Ryan, thank you again for joining. We're gonna be rooting hard for you and Team McEwen during the Briar. And of course, we have some more episodes coming up with the rest of Team Holman. So everyone for tuning in, we want to thank you very much. And of course, if you are looking to get in on the action at this year's Briar, of course, you can head to CoolBet and check out all the pre-tournament props. And the tournament's going on now. Each and every game is available with different odds and different props for those games as well. For everyone here with Team Holman and of course, Cool Bet Canada. I'm Pac Regwar. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for having me.